months ago, U.S. Special Forces launched an assault, killing Ben Khalid and his terrorist organization. Six heroes who risked their lives to stop Ben Khalid from carrying out his threat to attack this country. We're blown. The whole squad. What? Ben Khalid's people found us. Welcome to 24 Faithful. My name is Joshua Rivers. I am your host. I am co-hosted by Mark Sievercrop. Hello, hello. Also, also Joel Wood and Bradley hello. Adams. Hello. And I'm so not, I'm not gonna make any like I'm just gonna leave this at where it is, but I don't know why Bradley stopped here today. But he is in Hacker Valley, West Virginia. Hacker Valley. Is that where Chloe lives? It might Probably. be. It's just, just outside north, or something. Just kind of northeast of Diana, West Virginia. Hmm. <laughs> Very That's two places I've learned Hacker. exist. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> You're welcome. Hack- You're Hacker- welcome. Which Hacker Valley, Hacker Valley sounds like a town full of serial killers. <laughs> well, it's on Highway 20. And Highway 20 looks like it's a little windy, windy, uh, windy road right outside of a uh, Holly River State Park. So possible. I think there's a lot of like trees and woods. So yeah, good place to hide. You're a hacker, apparently. Mm. Somebody's awesome. gonna message us one of these weeks and be like, "I live there." You're <laughs> <laughs> from Hacker Valley. Please tweet me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I just stopped by, but I've already moved on. I'm already in a new location. <laughs> <laughs> message him before he moves on. All of, all, all of your complaints and comments, all of your complaints and comments are to be directed at S. Crop. <laughs> okay. He said complaints and compliments, didn't he? That's what I heard. Yes. yes. <laughs> I did say compliments. Yes. Because I do compliment. I do compliment you on finding Hacker Valley, West Virginia. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, oh. Anyway, so today we are talking about twenty. 24- for Legacy Season 1, Episode Number 9. It's actually kind of static because we're looking at, we are three quarters of the way done Almost now. There. Only three to go. And so, do, Joel, when you don't have me to talk to every week. Go back I don't know, Mark. <laughs> He's going to send me random texts just to <laughs> yell at me about something. I'm 24 trivia just to see if I can still get it wrong. <laughs> Yes, especially Joel. Bring our trivia this week. My list kind of ran out, and so Joel has one though for us. I was able to find one, and there were several actors um, who tried out to play the part of Jack Bauer. Um, name two of them. Carlos Bernard, Alec Baldwin. I already have the I already have the answer, so I can't guess. Obviously, Bradley well, yes. <laughs> I don't actually know. Oh um, wow! Let's see who. Pierce Brosnan, uh. Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> Chuck Norris. <laughs> Mark, you are disqualified. Each every actor. <laughs> Oh, the guy that played the purple Care Bear. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Mark's just gonna say every action hero of the last twenty years. Oh, Kevin Bacon. 
Did you say Schwarzenegger? I have not said Schwarzenegger. I can't. Yeah, I can't see that one. Get down! <laughs> I am from CTU! <laughs> I think, was James Badge Dale one of them? That is a negative. It, the two? No. You want to throw one in or no? Others. Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> the two characters that I, that I found that actually tried out for the part of Jack are Richard Berg. I'm going to mispronounce his name, but his name is B U R G I. Richard Bergy. Yes. Was he playing? Everybody, everybody knows him as the character who played Kevin Carroll in season one. Um, and the second, he was also Detective Ellison in The Sentinel. Um, the second character, and I'm surprised that Mark didn't figure this out, was Carlos Bernard, aka Tony Almeida. I could have seen that. I did say out, that. Also yeah, Josh said it, so I didn't Bell. say it. Josh said it, so I didn't say it. <laughs> Would have been interesting. <laughs> I could see that. I like him better as Tony, but. Yeah, Keith Sutherland was Tony. Well, I mean, well, I mean, if he if he was Jack, who was going to be Tony? I mean, it's just that's true. Yeah, Keith Sutherland would have made a very good Tony. Nah. No, I can't. I can't. I can't picture Keeper saying, "Yeah, and all right," like fifteen times per episode. <laughs> Holding the cup, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. I also have I, I also have a piece of trivia if you'd like to hear it. <clears throat> all right. Okay. Oh, great. I was I was really I was sad I was only going to be wrong once. Here we go, second time round. During 24's run, how many times was a CTU building physically attacked? Do we count this time? Not including this time. Three. Do we count? Do we count the times it's going to be in the future? Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I say three. three. Four. I'll go with three, two. Come on, Mark. Well, Mark, you're wrong. Not 32, but three. Mark is wrong. Joel is wrong. It's four. I was going to say, so. Etiquette, Josh. Go team. Yeah. Thanks for shooting that, Brady, beforehand. Which is really really fantastic. He already sent Josh the answers. We've talked about As a government building, I mean, come on. Seriously. <laughs> Apparently they'd be better off in the Social Security Administration building. How many times has that been attacked? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That definitely a question for this episode. And so yeah. So we had um transition and so we had that main plot uh going on about uh the theory plotting the invasion of CTU, which apparently was pretty easy. And then... Uh, <laughs> yeah, just of find course a, it was. Just find a secret girlfriend and kidnap her. Yeah, exactly. And I one have, thing I I have actually, to, uh, grievances. You have grievances? One thing I thought was interesting with that, with that um, plot idea is that apparently Nasiri made that phone call at the beginning of, of this episode, he said 20 minutes ago. So that was before any of the strikes took place. Was Nasiri making that phone call mm-hmm. for his 
it's not like he was trying to trying to rescue Jadal at that time because there was no need to. So I don't know. I mean, that, but I mean, that could just be one of the inconsistencies in how they set it up. But maybe, maybe he's just on the uh, Bradley bandwagon and just assuming that Jadal is completely <laughs> incompetent. Is going to get caught. <laughs> We're going to need this at some point. <laughs> well, it's a precautionary measure, isn't it? That's right. This guy's an idiot. He's going to get caught. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, so that was that was interesting, and and so that I, I guess out of uh, CTU guards, he actually had um, I don't know a little bit of skill until he got shot in the head. Well, <laughs> well, he, he he beat the other CTU guards at least. You you are the most you are the most skilled dead CTU guard I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like right up there with like most likely to succeed. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't, but you're likely to. I think I, I I wonder I wonder if the building that they blew up that had Naziri and Jadali in it. I was wondering why wasn't CTU blown up as well. Because apparently, within the first five minutes of the show, Andy and, and Tom had already made it back to CTU. Tom was walking around without a limp whatsoever. <laughs> Jadala had already been captured, brought back to CTU, and hooked up to all their monitoring devices. And Naziri found out which random CTU guard had a side chip that he could call and leverage <laughs> to get Jadala out of prison. So I'm trying to wonder exactly how close the building was to the CTU, to the CTU headquarters. Well, first off, let's be honest. As much skill as the guards seem to have, he didn't seem like the guy that was able to hide a relationship very well. I mean, really. Yeah. I'm just saying. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> he, probably, he probably checked in on Instagram when they went on a date the last week. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that... that they, oh, you're right. Yeah. You know, sometimes, sometimes those inconsistencies right there kind of... Like, yeah, okay, so go all the way across DC in a matter of five minutes. But then they've always like, had it's that, like they've always they're had going that down a couple picture. blocks, it takes them half the half the episode to get there. Hmm. Seems so, like that's a typical thing though. Like throughout twenty four they've had those types of things where it's like, wow, they yeah. got across LA in 30, 33 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. You can't even so get like, from one light to another in 33 seconds, I don't think, in L.A. It's hard to get from your driveway to the parking lot in 30 seconds. I know, right? Yeah, I was thinking that with the with the whole bomb defusal um, scenario. And so, I mean, Eric's what? I mean, was that half hour or whatever? He was working on trying to do that. And each time they cut to him, it's like he made no progress though it had been like seven, eight minutes. And so just kind of dragging the whole thing along with that. So I, I don't know. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. <laughs> you can't go too fast. You can't. Apparently you can't vibrate it. Especially when the lady's freaking out. She was, she was driving me crazy. Like, I don't know how I would respond if I had a bomb strapped to my chest. Okay, I'll give her that. But like, seriously, it's like, okay, I need you not to move. Okay. <laughs> 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 Thanks yep. for not moving. <laughs> Appreciate you your help. Killed us all. 
the worst great. thing about it is you could see that she was literally about to get up the second he untied the thing at the back. And I'm just like... Tie her down. Least... Like, hold her shoulders <laughs> yeah. or something. But at least just, like, at least make it obvious that, or at least make it less obvious that she's going to get up the second she can, rather right. than she just impulsively moves. That, it, like just... tranquilizer darts or something? Like, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> this is for own good, ma'am. Well, Brett, 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 Bradley, Bradley's opinion though, Bradley's opinion doesn't matter very much because I read his review and he was upset with the episode anyway. Yes, I was. You gotta take, Brett, you gotta take Bradley's opinion with a grain of salt. I want to know why he was upset with it. Primarily, the uh, the attack on CTU. Mm-hmm. Um, I I used a quote from twenty uh, from season five uh, when season Lynn McGill lo- when Lynn McGill loses his key card and uh, and he says. Damn it, Jenny, this isn't a laundry room. This is a secure government building. And yet, I feel like a laundry room is better is better secure. It, it would let people in with more screening procedures than CTU does. Because that, I, I'm sorry, I, I just could not abide by the ridiculousness of how easily Nasiri got in and how easily the guard was able to cover for it. It, oh. Well, first of all, first of all, my laundry room is very secure. Okay, you're not getting in there without a key card. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like now that you mention it, it's like seeing movies like checkpoints that they set up in 15 minutes in war zones that have more security measures than that did. It's like <laughs> they didn't like use the little like you know mirror underneath the car. They didn't like say, "Hey, let's." You would think that they would say, "We need to check the van." Like, yep, you would think. I mean, at least say we need to check the van and have necessary shoot them all. I don't know, but like something, you're killing me. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. <laughs> I can I can see that. And the other thing that I thought was interesting, I felt like the whole the storyline with with John during that attack was really forced. <sighs> like, uh oh, <laughs> Bradley agrees. <laughs> it was. It's just. It was the whole. Um, why don't you, Why wouldn't they shelter in place? Like, find a room and go in that room. You know what I mean? Like. Hey, let's all let's run through the corridors. But I mean, by that the, point, I, by that point, I stopped worrying about it because it was when he he's called her and I she's like, "I can't leave CTU. You. Um, can you come to me? Yeah, I'll be there in twenty minutes." Obviously, we know for the last half an hour that the series is going to come in, into CTU, and so I'm just sitting there thinking, "Well, John's going to get back just at the same time Naziri comes in, isn't he?" And then, oh, Naziri will probably kidnap him, and then that will be what happens in the next couple of episodes. Oh, look, he arrived just at the same time as the. Uh, the lockdown alarm started going off, and oh, Naziri kidnapped him. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And an, and another thing, if you're Rebecca and you're in the middle of interrogating the prime terror suspect, do you really have time to sit down and have a heart to heart with your husband? Yeah, but also, I mean, she did just spend 15 minutes zooming in on his eye. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I thought. I thought one no, of the no, best. It, one no, of the it best. Is one, it is green. One of the best quotes of the entire episode was when Rebecca kept calling John and John wouldn't answer, and she told Tony like he's not picking up, and Tony was like, "Are you surprised? You just tortured his father. <laughs> what do you think he was gonna do? Just pick up and have a and have a nice conversation with you, or what?" <laughs> that was good. So I thought. I I thought. I thought the. Aside from the inconsistencies with the real-time aspect, I thought that this episode did 
a lot to put in your minds that Henry is a lot more involved than I I hated I hated the interaction between Rebecca and John because it felt I don't I don't know just something about Rebecca just she doesn't she's very monotone to me like there's no in her voice at all <laughs> no matter no matter what happens or or what she goes through there's her voice stays exactly the same and that's the part that get and that's the part that makes me upset the most because you just tortured his father a hundred something people die on the on the um bridge so it's like, and you still talk with the same monotone voice. Anything that's going on. <laughs> Director mm-hmm. Mullins has shown more emotion in this season than Rebecca Ingram has. My main gripes about the season is that it, it just seems like they're going through the motions, kind of. Like, Eric and Mullins seem to be the only two that are actually showing any kind of real emotion this season hey grimes did too until he died no he just played he just played the, he but. just played the guy that was crazy that, that wasn't emotion he was just crazy <laughs> crazy people have emotions that works though <laughs> jeez yeah I, and, and actually i think i think uh i think the relationship or the whatever character development overall was really low in this and so we talked about john and uh but I think I think all the scenes with Isaac and Nicole very subpar as well with what they, they were doing. Kissed it. Again. Like, seriously? Like, either kiss or knock it off. One of the two. Like, let's just solve this right now and be done with it. <laughs> I I can it's like tell the you seventh time like that, that they're like Yeah. I I think that's now I, th- I think it's six episodes consecutively that they've done that. Yeah. It's like make up your mind. Yes. That's so, so I mean, I, yeah, I thought, <laughs> but you're right. Yeah. And so, and I don't even know what was going through Nicole's head when she says, "I want to go home." I'm like, "Why in the world would you want to go home?" Point. I mean, there's still all this stuff going on, and then it's obviously not secure. They get to the house, and, every, and everything is all totally torn up in their house. I mean, what do you expect to do? And so, and all she's worried about is the fact she just wants to take up. a nap. <laughs> Most people would be happy that your husband got a job offer. Not her. Mm. <laughs> but remember, he had a job. I just don't think I just don't think she's very keen on the idea of her husband getting shot at every day. Well, mm-hmm. obviously that works yeah, in the job he has now. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, I, w- I wonder if she was worried that maybe because I mean it sounds like like it was an older letter exactly but a little older because I mean Rebecca was in charge of CTU at the time of the letter yeah. so I wonder if she was if Nicole was worried that maybe Eric had been working for CTU this whole time but didn't tell her it's a possibility so, hmm. what I'm wondering that she, she's thinking but I mean it, it didn't really seem to come across that way but that was because I, I, I was trying to go through my head and try to figure out a justification for it, but I'm up with. I don't know. I th- I, th- I think I think it was an offer he was considering, but he hasn't made any decisions yet, which is why he didn't tell her. 
But it's the fact that he told her, I want to stay and, and start a family and didn't tell her that he might end up joining CTU. That would be better than being in the Rangers. He'd be home more. Maybe. I don't know about that. Look at Jack. <laughs> You'd be in the city. You'd be in the city more. Well, come on though. But like in what? Like in what? Fifteen years, Jack was gone seven days. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's a lot of off time. Actually, actually, actually in, in, in between, in between faking his death True. and yes, between faking his death and his random disappearances, he was probably gone for about a total of right. I don't know five years. That's probably true. <laughs> oh, kidding. yeah. <laughs> Takes everything so literally. <laughs> Can't even crack it. Well, he's got to argue. Oh. Give a good joke. The the, no. the the light coming <laughs> from the top of your head is blind distracted. <laughs> oh. Is that better? <laughs> Much better. <clears throat> can I can I just say too, like Henry continued with Bradley's annoyance of his like flopping back and forth between I'm not saying anything to I'm spilling everything <laughs> within two seconds. Like seriously, like he gets home, he hardly sits down on the couch and he's like, they'll never find out that I'm like helping the terrorists. And it's like, what? Yeah. You're the most inconsistent person I've ever met. <laughs> well, um, and to, to be fair, to be fair, um, I kind of understand why, because it's his word against John's. Whereas when he's being interrogated at CTU, he's got cameras, recording devices, multiple witnesses. So I can understand why he wouldn't, you know, spill the beans in that scenario. But but why telling, say anything telling, when you get back? Like what what does it what does he get out of telling John I told you so essentially? Besides probably, the neener neener neener. I mean that's really it. Like probably because he knows that he knows that John can't prosecute him because it's his word against his. It's yeah, but he could slam his head against the. John's table. not wearing a wire. <laughs> John's not wearing a wire, which he probably should be at this point. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every, every conversation he has with his father, he's been wearing a wire. Recording, yeah. It's like something. Jeez. Maybe get one of those pens that Jack was using in back in season five. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. Like that just like drove me crazy. Like seriously. I mean I can see nothing if not consistently inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, I can see it from the perspective of John's you know, he's overheard John saying saying that he's quitting the campaign, he's giving up in the race. I can see it from the perspective of Henry telling him, Well, no one's ever gonna find out about it. This there's no evidence. If you're concerned about obviously he is concerned about trying to be president for the sake of, you know, through Henry's means here, no one's going to find out about it. So you can still be president and you're not going to have this scandal come out. I, I can see it from that perspective, but yeah, the, the fact that we've just spent four hours where he's saying nothing, I didn't do it. I don't know anything. And then the second he gets back, Oh yeah. Um, by the way, you know, no one, no one knows obviously that this happened. It was, it was a short term compromise that killed a hundred people, but that's, that's fine. He tried to make it out like mm-hmm. they were on the same side, which they played that up in the preview. And you're right. I was wrong about that. But it's like, did you hear that, Joel? Did you yeah, get that? I heard okay, you. Just I, heard you. I didn't want yes, you to I miss did. it. But I, Sorry, Sam. No, I didn't. I'm... He tried to play it up like they were on the same side. He's like, don't worry. Nobody's going to know. And like, to his credit, like John's look that he gave him was, was perfect. It's like, really? Like, 
you really don't understand why I'm upset about this, do you? Like, you're not getting the whole, like, hundreds of people dead, army rangers killed, terrorist attack. Like, you're just not getting that, are you? But, yeah, I just, like, I'm just, like, really? Wow, nice. I don't know. It just kind of made me, it didn't make me laugh. It made me kind of shake my head. Yeah. So, how, I, I, what's the over-under on John not suspending his campaign at the last minute? Guaranteed he will not. <laughs> Sounds like inside information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, how, well, it's how, hard. However, I will say it's hard to suspend your campaign when you're captured by terrorists. He's going to be late for that meeting. That's true. Now he said it was after Perhaps. eleven. He still got two hours. <laughs> A lot well, well, well. To be to to be fair, the meeting's not to eleven, and you saw him. He got he got from one side of of Washington to CTU <laughs> in like five minutes. So <laughs> getting away from terrorists he, he, is no he, problem. He can whatsoever. break free. At, <laughs> he can break free at ten fifty five and still be able to make that meeting at eleven. <laughs> so. <laughs> He's, mm-hmm. he's got he's got one of the fastest chauffeur drivers in in, in America. No, I, I I think you're right. I think it's gonna be a now he's a hero because he was captured by terrorists and saved and so on and so forth. And so you know how can we not rally around this guy? You know. Yeah. I think his well, dad will go think, down though. I think it's kind of I think it's kind of ironic that the it's media. Ironic. <laughs> that the meeting between him and the and the party chief is at eleven o'clock, when the press release for that episode is talking about a government official um, being involved in the terrorist plot. It's kind of kind of foreshadowing a little bit. Dun dun dun. <laughs> You're gonna strap a bomb. Because I, I read, I read, I read, I read the press releases and look at the and look at the trailers for the next episodes, Mark. You know, just FYI. He just looks to see if Carlos Bernard's credited. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Reading to the last line just to make sure. <laughs> okay, good. He's still there. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, to be to be fair, Ben Grimes has Didn't been credited for the last five. Ben Grimes has been credited <clears throat> with the last five episodes, and he's been dead for a month now. So. Hey, it's a good mm-hmm. gig if you can get it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you can't even do anything, I mean, and people are like, "Hey, check him out." I mean, Carlos Bernard's been credited you know, this week and last week, but um, I blinked a couple of times and I missed him. I would, I would love to be in a TV show and get shot in like the first episode and die, and then have my name on the credits for like the next eight episodes. Get paid for five episodes. <laughs> It's probably what happened. Like contracted for like eight episodes, and then like never mind. We changed the uh, change the plot. You're dying. I still get paid, right? Yep. All right. Cool. I'm good with that. Contracted as eight episodes, right? Can you imagine the? Can you imagine the ginormous amount of money they're paying Carlos Bernard, and he's only been in like five minutes of the last two episodes each? Like, yep. That's a good deal. Mm-hmm. Yes, but he, he. I think his role will pick up in the next. Three episodes, based on the trailers that I saw for the next episode. Mm-hmm. I think it's setting up for Carlos to save the day. Here I come to save the day. Did you did you see the trailer for next episode, Mark? 
I did. I did. Isn't, I watched isn't, it live. Isn't, isn't it awesome. See, you get better. Live, wet, live West um, Coast. I get. I get. I have to be careful and not look at Twitter because you post things two hours early, <laughs> three hours early, or whatever. <laughs> well, see, I've, I've done. I've done better the last couple of weeks because I remember when the show's over, I'll be wanting. To, I want to get on Twitter and be like, see. My <laughs> And then, and then I remember. Oh, Mark hasn't seen the episode yet. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think I, if you notice in the in the trailer for next week's episode, where Rebecca's standing in the middle of that football field across from Missouri, doesn't Doused that look, gasoline. doesn't that look eerily similar? Yes. to President Heller being standing in the middle of Wembley Stadium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. But President Heller wasn't damaged. doused in gas. Or President Heller Stadium wasn't doused in gasoline. That's a new trick. That's a that's a good twist. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Although more and more as we're going through this season, it it there there seems to be more and more parallels to the very first season. Um, I'm gonna get into that in my predictions. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so what? Well, it, it, um, one of us or several of us pr- predicted that Jadala was was not the we've come to realize, and then um, then I think dude, he knew that, that his wasn't. dad is still alive. Yeah, so I just, I, I just said I don't even think he knew he wasn't the gay. Yeah, <laughs> the look he gave him Siri was like, "Why didn't you tell me?" And like the whole, it wasn't my place. He just kind of gave him that look, like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. Well, yeah. Anybody, anybody, it's like, anybody, oh, you're anybody, so cute anybody. playing terrorist. Like you think you're in charge. That's so cute. Anybody, anybody who's been watching the podcast this season has known. People typically that. listen to podcasts, not watch them. But okay, <laughs> carry on. I can see you, Mark. Unfortunately, I can hear you as well, but I can also see you. Anyway, <laughs> anybody that's paid attention to the podcast knows that since episode, I think, one, the first episode I was on, I said that Ben Khalid, the father, was still alive because of the similarities between season one and day one. And then a couple of a couple of episodes later that I don't think his son knows that he's alive. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that he's definitely alive, but Naziri's saying that you'll find out your answers soon enough leads me to believe that his father is somewhere operating in the dark. And mm-hmm. somebody somebody and the government covered that up. Mm-hmm. Are you waiting for Mark to say you're right? <laughs> no, I was I was done with my speech, so I was waiting for somebody else to chime in. Well, no, yeah, you're correct, and I mean, and and obviously, all the events have continued to go that direction. So I'm just waiting for. For Ben Khalid to show up, and then doesn't have any kids to kidnap, but uh, <laughs> wait for that to take place. But anyway, the best part. So I guess I guess, I guess John is taking. I guess, I guess John's taking that place. The best part is going to be when that happens. Like if that happens, 
they're going to expect us all to be like, <gasps> and the four of us are going to be like, huh. yep. Chris right. already showed up. <laughs> yeah. About time. She's the wager <laughs> today. Oh, that's what he looks like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It won't quite be Victor Drazen coming out of pretty much nowhere. Right. Season one, will it? No. Mainly because Victor Drazen came out of nowhere in season one. That's Precisely. why it will be so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't, they didn't realize they were going to use him until like two episodes before he came back. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, there's there's several things that happened. But, I mean, I, as I mentioned earlier, I think overall the, the plot development was really slow in this one there wasn't a whole lot of ground that was covered and they just took a long time to be able to do it and so we did did have andy and mullins kind of mending fences a little bit yeah i i I thought of that earlier i forgot to mention it again yeah so apparently mullins is is like yeah (laughs) you're all right you got stabbed (laughs) in the league for us you're good yeah i am impressed with how well he's walking walking around like you're, I know, you're, right? Like you're fine. So it wasn't even hardly a limp. <laughs> I think, I think, I, the, know, right? uh, I think the writer, the director, or uh, Dan Bukatinsky forgot that he got stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's this down here on my leg? <laughs> oh, that's blood. Oh, I spilled, some, spilled some ketchup from my my sandwich I had on the way up. They they gave him <laughs> some good drugs. Yeah, that's probably what. I was. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, <clears throat> I just think doing doing and doing a show in real time and only having twelve episodes, it's hard to develop all the characters in twelve hours. Um, which essentially is twelve hours because they do a big time jump at the end, but essentially they're only showing twelve hours of it. So, it's it's really hard to develop, like Eric, Nicole. Isaac, Andy, Tom, Mullins, all of those characters, especially when it's a new show where mm-hmm. you've never seen any of these characters before, with the exception of Carlos, it's hard to develop all of those characters in the span of 12 episodes. This, this is the kind of season that would have benefited, even though I know it would have been a nightmare for the writers, this is the kind of sh- the season that would have benefited from having 24 episodes. Even if every season after this was 12, this particular season, because they were introducing new characters, would have benefited from 24 episodes. Start a hashtag. No, <laughs> hashtag, late now, hashtag 12 more 24. <laughs> <laughs> That's catchy. There you go. You can use that, Joel. I'll give that to you. Because remember, <laughs> the first season of 24 was only supposed to be 13. And then the, the, reception, <laughs> the reception was so good that they just filmed the other 11 episodes. See? Mm-hmm. Somebody tweet how we're going real quick. <laughs> aren't, you, are you, aren't you BFFs with him, or who is that that you're BFFs with now? John Kassar. Oh, Get it right. I'm just making sure. Howard, Howard doesn't respond to me for some reason. I can just see him like sitting in the writer's room, and he's like, that damn Joel. All I ever hear from him <laughs> is, bring back Tony, bring back Tony. Fine! Here's Tony. Are you happy? I'm not talking no. to him anymore. Now he wants 24 episodes. No, he's not yeah, happy with Tony coming back. Can't oh. make this guy happy. You, you want? You want? Next, you want he's to gonna want another Tony? season. 
<laughs> Fine, I'll, I'll bring back Tony and I'll put him in five minutes per episode. There, That's happy? right. Take that. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to develop his character. He's not going to do anything. He's just going to say, yeah, and all right. And answer his phone. That's It's not half as bad as Justin, though. Which anybody who's followed the 24 groups or the 24 spoilers knows who Justin is. He is 10 times worse than I'll ever be. This is the guy that you were telling us about that posts the same thing on every comment? Yes. Yes. And he actually, he actually <laughs> screenshotted an email that he sent to Howard Gordon. <laughs> and, I'm, and, I'm, and, Howard Gordon, and Howard Gordon would send him a reply back basically saying, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but chill out a little bit. <laughs> Stop being like Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Just, Justin's, Justin's going to start a hashtag called bring back 24 I think I think 12 more 24 is better mm. it's more catchy <laughs> yeah. it is I agree definitely what was I going to say oh Bradley All did right. anybody tell you to quit based on your review did anybody tell you to quit watching this week uh I don't think in those specific terms, but one person I think did was like, was just like, stop taking this so seriously, enjoy it or don't. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, no, nobody really said anything, but when I got my mail this morning, there was this envelope with this powder in it. <laughs> <laughs> there was this weird unmarked van across the street. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fortunately, the security in my building checked it and told it to go away because it was dangerous to me. It would have got into CTU, but it can't get into my building. <laughs> they don't mess around in Hacker Valley. <laughs> they do not. Oh, so yeah. Bradley, Brad, Bradley has, uh, has Spoiler TV updated their 24 Legacy renewal odds yet? I... Do not know. I, I can tell you that I have not updated mine. So, what what's where you at? I still think that this is probably not going to come back, but we will see. Well, Joel, it's been fun. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let the door hit you. <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh. Hey, okay, here's a question. Okay. Here's a question. I'll, start, getting, I'll start a hashtag. As we're getting near the end, Joel, here's a question for you. Okay. If it meant that 24 would continue, would you condone the sacrificing of Tony? <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> no. <laughs> because I'm of the firm belief that Tony is not to die unless it's in Jack's arms. Again. That's kind of weird. He, he has to die in a, <laughs> he has like to die in a season. Rubbing his face. It's okay. Having him die, it's okay. Having him die surrounded by a bunch of characters that he has no association with down. whatsoever would would just hey, send me over he had quite the association with Rebecca. So much so that he told Rebecca that he hopes <laughs> things work out, which secretly means he does not hope things work out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they work out, but if they don't, so I, I, have, I, have, I have I have a question for you, Mark. Okay, what do you think? Is, what do you think is more likely, <laughs> Tony ending up with Rebecca, or Nicole ending up with Isaac? Oh, 
<laughs> oh. Ooh. That's a good one. That's tough. Could be a double wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I think based on the number of close calls, I, I think Eric's out of luck. <laughs> season, season, season two is going to be all about Eric Carter and, and Senator Donovan Alpha Revenge. But it's all <laughs> the newlywed edition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come up with these kind of kind of dilemma questions for you every week, Joel. What if twenty four? What, what, what if twenty four? I'll have two. What if season two had twenty four? Uh, sorry, Tony is the main villain. Oh, it's pure evil, pure, unadulterated. I can't. <laughs> well, depending depending on well, Joel's like kill the series. How much I, <laughs> considering how much I hated season seven, I don't think I would sign off on that because I hated season seven for the for their portrayal of Tony. It's Likewise, just, should should that happen, would you come back on the podcast? I would come back on the podcast just because you want but to like, reveal about it every week. I would, I would be, I would be the disgruntled guy in the corner that's always complaining about everything on every episode. He, kind of like Bradley with his columns. He, he, he would, he would be, he would be Justin on our podcast. It would be like the same <laughs> every week. I can't believe what they. No, did to I would Tony. be. Joel, what do, what do you think about this new character? I can't believe what they did to Tony. <laughs> Joel, how do you like I the new? Be, I can't believe what they did to Tony. <laughs> I would be the opposite. I would be the opposite of Justin because. Like Justin always looks for says everything positive about twenty four. I will be oh, looking okay. for everything negative about twenty four. You would be the anti Justin. Yes. Mm. There you go. <laughs> Joel, what do you think about the new phone systems at CTU? I can't believe what they did to Tony. I can't believe what they did to Tony. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I I think they need to come up with the movie next. Whether they have another season. So, yeah. Um, they they need to have a movie to where Jack is rescued and Tony should be part of that rescue. Eric and Tony. Let's throw Kate in there just for, you know, just for the fun of it. And Cole Ortiz. And let's Chloe's help. Yeah. Let's just have an endless. Let's just have an endless. It can be, it can be 24 generations. Himself. For generations similar to like the uh, uh, Star Trek generations, where they're kind of bridging the gap. That's what they should. That's what they should have done for this season, anyway. Or like Expendables, where we just bring back all of our favorite characters into one. Chase Edmonds. Yeah, well, the the problem with that is, is that ninety percent of them are dead. So yeah, that's okay. Stop Tony. Aaron Pierce. (laughs) Aaron Pierce should come back. This is completely – well, it's not off topic actually because we were just talking about both of these things. But can I just say that there is absolutely no reason that Kiefer Sutherland is not in The Expendables. He is the greatest TV action hero of all time. Why is he not in The Expendables with all of these great action heroes of screen? Because, and, it, because, it, doesn't, because it doesn't take place in real time. <laughs> it'd be funny if they like get him in there for like 10 minutes and like just like one part of the movie is just like they have the clock and they like count it down and he's there for like three minutes (laughs) and then he goes (laughs) well if you if you if you remember correctly i don't know if um if y'all are aware but y'all probably are that back when they were first talking about the movie 
they were talking about doing a Die Hard 24-7, which will be a crossover between John McClane's Die Hard series and 24. But it never, that, that good day to Die Hard that John McClane did, that was supposed to be the Die Hard 24-7, and negotiations fell through. Hmm. Unsurprisingly, yeah. because Jack wanted his Jack mm-hmm. wanted his, or Kiefer wanted his own twenty four movie. He I wanted it to be there. separate from any other franchise. I do yeah. blame him. We haven't gotten a twenty four movie. <laughs> yeah, but I don't blame him for <laughs> wanting to be separate. Yeah, the TV movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah Redemption. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. I do though. I, I agree, Josh. Really? I want I want a big screen cinematic Jack Bauer. Let's just have an endless back and forth where Tony goes to rescue Jack, and at the end of the first movie, Tony gets captured. Jack then has to go and rescue Tony. At the end of the second one, Jack gets captured, and it just goes on forever. And in thirty years, we're watching one where they're like, they're like in a nursing home, and they have like walkers, and like, eh, eh. <laughs> damn it, save him from the Jello. <laughs> Tony, hold my walking stick. I need to go two guns here. <laughs> Jack, Jack, Jack could come back in Twenty Four Legacy Season Two and save the and save the world by by killing Tony Almeida, and we'll come on the podcast and Mark will be like, "So Jack saved the world again, Joe. What do you think? I can't believe what they did to Tony." <laughs> <laughs> so we got Jack back. I can't believe what they did to Tony. <laughs> I can't believe what they did to Tony. <laughs> Tony oh, is and man. always will be my favorite Twenty Four character. That would be I hashtag I C B W T D T T. I wrote it out for you. <laughs> wow. I think we went slightly down the rabbit hole here. Gonna catch up uh, too much. Nobody, nobody's listening anymore. Nobody's well, this, listening this, anymore. This, this, this episode of the podcast is going off the rails quickly, huh? Yes. <laughs> As Ozzy Osbourne would say. <laughs> So, so, All so, right. so, Josh, did, did you mention did you mention the TV Showtime app yet? Did not. I so I was going to do that after we got our predictions here. So, any last predictions or anything else that we uh, chase off? I do have a prediction. Um, well, of course, everybody knows about my prediction of being Khalid being alive. Um, I'm not. I'm not softening my stance on Rebecca. I'm going to play that off until the last episode if I have to. But another prediction is I know I said a few episodes ago that I was starting to warm up to director Mullins and thinking that, you know, he's possibly clean. I'm starting to soften on that stance a little bit because something about director Mullins seems off to me. The way the way he's asking Rebecca to do all of the interrogations, all of the the hands-on work, it it, it off about Director Mullins, and it makes me think that he may not be as clean as he's made out to be. So that government official, um, the government official in episode eleven makes it makes it think that when it says Eric and Senator Donovan team up. There can only be two reasons for Senator Donovan to team up with Eric Carter. Number one is Rebecca or Rebecca's the mole. 
or two, Rebecca has been abducted. Otherwise, there was no reason for him to team up with Eric Carter. So it makes me think that Director Mullins may not be as squeaky clean as he makes himself out to be. That's my prediction. My counter prediction is that Mullins is just somewhat incompetent, and so he lets Rebecca handle everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll second that. I, I noticed that, I mean, to this one, things started going crazy, and Mullins was just kind of just walking around looking at stuff, and Rebecca's like, here, do this, do that, go here. Just kind of taking charge. And Mullins Rebecca, said, you interrogate him? <laughs> yeah, so hold yeah. on, I gotta, I gotta go like flip the switch over here and push this thing in my ear. Push the button. Talk to somebody. <laughs> oh, let's see. Predictions. 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 I, I, I can't see. I can't see Isaac and Nicole being done, as far as part of the plot. They'll get kidnapped again. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah, is really good at kidnapping people. Can I just say that? <laughs> That's his one forte. Maybe he just should have just stuck to like low level kidnapping. <laughs> Leave the terrorists. He doesn't the do boys. a good job of keeping them, but he does a good job of kidnapping them. Well, you know, I mean, you got to play to your strengths. <laughs> maybe he needs a partner. Maybe he need, maybe he needs to form a, a a partnership with somebody that is good at keeping them. Like he'll just get them and then give them to somebody else. But yeah, I I, I foresee them. I, they're not done in the story yet. Um, I don't know. Part of me wants to say that they're gonna end up finally kissing, but I, I just want them to get it out of the way. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna stand there like two inches from each other every episode, just be done with it. Like seriously, mm. who who is dying? Who is that? Who has the ambulance is going? May <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Hacker Valley's been invaded. They're, they're, that's one of that's one of the serial killers on the loose. Mm. That's right. <laughs> I'm just seeing like these like old style police cars, you know, like sliding in front of <laughs> Bradley's hotel room. <laughs> As Bradley's watching it on TV out. and then they pull up in front of his house. He's like, oh, wait, I recognize that place. Uh, so that's my one. Um, my my second prediction is, and maybe it's not a prediction. I just haven't seen it happen yet. But, you know, they, they build that, that Cedra was going to play this bigger part in creating some discourse between Tony and Rebecca. And we haven't seen that yet. So I think we're going to start to see that somehow. Um, all we've got really from her so far is like one comment and like kind of a side look side glance. Um, and I, and I have thought it was interesting when Tony says, you know, for what it's worth, I hope your marriage works out or whatever, you know, you had Cedra in the background kind of giving that look like, I hate everything you stand for. I could see her being a <laughs> double agent. I could see her being, on Team Tony. I can't believe what they did to Tony. <laughs> ICBWTDTDTDTT. There we go. Locke is okay. going to die. Those are mine. Yeah, he just has that like tortured, tortured person look. You know what I mean? Like, well, if, if, Eric's, if, if Eric's going to take that job at CTU, he's got to be. He's got to take somebody's place. Be and. And the head, the head of field ops seems like the perfect position for Carter. So if that's were to happen, then Locke has to die. So and that does have a high turnover rate. Mm. Like yeah. I, think I looked Locke. at that. If I was Locke, I would have looked at that before I got the job. It's like it seems like you've gone through a few of these. 
director director of field ops is not a a very safe and secure position. No, no, unless you're Jack. Yeah, Carter. and very impressed with him as, in that role. You say you're not very impressed, or you are very impressed? No, I'm not. Not very impressed with. He hasn't really done, done anything. anything. It's kind of. He hasn't done anything. To be no, exactly. He's got handcuffed. He's got like. He's had a gun wrestled from him. He's been shot. Um, what else has he, he just done? seems like a douchebag. <laughs> He's had a somewhat yeah, questionable I... office romance. <laughs> um, what else? I don't know. Maybe that's it. I don't know. There's... That is about... <laughs> that's all of the things he's done wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's just all of the things he's done. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he didn't disobey orders yeah, to try to save people. Obeyed um, orders, he actually obeyed them. Hmm. People died almost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he hasn't really done that much. No, we've seen the analyst. Yeah, he has. I'll go clean up. That's all right. I'll clean up. <laughs> I got this. I got go this. check out the survivors. <laughs> but then, but then the best part about that is I'll go do the cleanup. And then he finds Andy, and he immediately takes him back to CTU. He doesn't even help. He doesn't even <laughs> stick around to help with the cleanup. That is interesting. Like he's the one that like tells tells Eric to stop and you know leave Jadal alone, and supposedly like takes him into custody. But he's not the one that brings him back. <laughs> like we have this love interest of mine, or we have a terrorist that's killed hundreds of people. You take him. I'll take this guy. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. All right. Oh. Yeah, I think you're right. Better, better field agent, Cole Ortiz or Locke? Cole Ortiz. Yeah, Cole. Yeah. I just wanted to throw you a bone, Mars, so you can talk Thank about Freddie Prince Jr. Appreciate some more. That. Appreciate that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. And again, as... 20 minutes too late. Shadowed, <laughs> as Joel foreshadowed, um, we, we do... Uh, want to remind you about the tv showtime app and so um i actually um went through and i updated i found a couple extra shows yeah you kicked my butt mine. jeez you're all the way up to a month and 16 days now yeah so so i'm, I'm watch out getting closer watch out, Bradley. <laughs> oh i'm slowly finding shows i've watched and i'm able to add yeah. them but um, i'm up there's... to i'm up to 10 days 13 hours i did the same thing i found a couple shows that i hadn't added and so, and actually, I, I cheated. I, I went to Bradley's, found the shows that he had been watching. I cheated. Like, I oh, just I copied that Bradley. <laughs> no, I actually watched the shows. I, I got his to get the ideas for the shows to look for on there. <laughs> because I, I don't, I just can't think of the shows off the top of my head and say, "Oh yeah, I saw this show. Let me look it up." And so, I'm surprised. Right. I'm surprised you were able to look through that many shows. Bradley's got like what three pages worth of shows. It does take a while. Yes. My finger, I had to stop to let my finger rest as I was scrolling. It's hard work. <laughs> Hold on, I'm adding to mine. I found oh, another one. That he, I scroll, he scrolls. He's, he scrolls too fast and then misses the show. Like, oh, 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 and then he's got to take another five minutes scrolling back up trying to get back to the show. <laughs> yeah, so have a, have a good time with that. So it, it's, it's a fun app, if nothing else. And so it is. It makes you feel like, like you accomplished something when you're just watching TV. Yes. Hey, look, I'm up to 15 days now. <laughs> I just found two I, shows I watched. Now I'm 15. It makes days. us feel like we've accomplished something, Mark. That's right. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it makes uh, me feel like I haven't done anything. 
Now I feel even more like I've, I'm a loser than I did before. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I didn't think that but you, that's possible. you, the listener, you can feel successful by using this app. <laughs> there listen. you go. What a, way to pick, what a way to pick yourself back up there, Mark. I didn't pick myself up. I just made the user show better, the listener show better. <laughs> I'm almost at four months. <laughs> nice. nice. I'm, almost, I'm at half a month. Yes. Oh, yeah. You got to go watch <laughs> something, man. You've got like 13 hours left. Mm-hmm. Is it a 30 month, 30 day month, or is it 31 days? How do they do that? I have no idea. E- either well, way, we'll find out. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna find out in 11 hours. By golly, <laughs> golly, golly, G Willikers. God, <laughs> this is this old guy on my mission oh. that used to say, "If the good Lord's willing and the crick don't rise." <laughs> oh, all right. don't say that. All right, well, let's go ahead and wrap. <laughs> Bradley's like, we got to shut it Josh is like, we're done. Shut it down. Cut it off. <laughs> cut, cut, cut his microphone uh, off. Right. We, will, uh, we will catch y'all later. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. And there's Bradley's nod. <laughs>